This is the Life Truth Network. Quest for our truth. Episode 446. Quest for Truth, presented by Protectorate Productions and HPN, Heltsley Podcast Network. Now located at life-truth.com. And now, here is your host, Keith Heltsley. Hey everybody, it's your host Keith, and it's time for Quest for Truth. And originally, I didn't have a super long episode here. I got a pre-recorded snippet to play later. I'll try to keep it really short, but hey, if you want to open up your Bibles, get it handy. Turn to the book of Micah, there in the Old Testament, chapter 7, the last chapter in that book. Well, it'd be kind of targeting uh, right in the middle there, verses 6 and 7. It's uh, a really pivotal spot in that last chapter because Micah goes from some really depressing stuff to some more positive stuff. And I actually thought that I had set this verse aside as part of a um, reading of a devotional, but uh, I got looking at it closer, and I think what I set it aside from is uh, some content that I didn't get to during my spiritual warfare series I recently did. Uh, this, of course, the topic has to do with betrayal and trust. But then you have to think, too, uh, it was amongst other verses in spiritual warfare, and you may be surprised to know that everything that spiritual warfare has doesn't always have a lot to do with, you know, donning the spiritual armor or fending off uh, the uh, Satan and his ungodly hordes. Sometimes and often spiritual warfare takes a more human Look, and we'll be covering it on our main topic later. Right after a word from the folks at the Christian Podcast Community.com. Hello, everyone. Daniel Minnick here. I host a podcast called Truth Espresso, and I am inviting you to join in. So what can you expect at Truth Espresso? Well, at Truth Espresso, we wake up our minds every Monday with a robust shot of truth. Let's dig deep in the Word of God as we get to know our God better together. Let's challenge our view of the world as we take apart conventional politics with a fine-toothed comb. See all that Truth Espresso has to offer by going to www.truthespresso.com. And by the way, Truth Espresso is now a member podcast of the growing family of the Christian podcast community. Check out other faith-building shows at christianpodcastcommunity.org, hosted by Striving for Eternity Ministries. I love my computers. Matter of fact, I have two of them. And that's not counting all the phones and tablets and whatever else that happens to be smart 
as they call it, in my home. I love playing games, creating stories to share, and occasionally even doing a tiny bit of artwork. However, there's a lot about computers that is way over my head. I don't understand installer files. How could one single file install so many onto my computer? I don't understand RAM, or even how the hard drives in my system do what they do. I don't understand any of these things, but they all still work. Someone understood it enough to put it all together. Like computers, there's much about God we don't understand. How can God be one and yet have three distinct persons? How can God, after seeing all my sin, still offer the grace of Christ? Why does God even love me? I just don't understand. But that's okay. He does. Countering today's culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell for Countershot. Find all we have to offer at the Life Truth Network by going to life-truth.com. Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Romaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. How's everybody doing this morning? Nice morning here in Arizona. Well, keep us in prayer. I'll keep you guys in prayer. Uh, this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi, Street Talk Theology. We take theology and we bring it to the streets. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Um, this is going to be some notes uh, on betrayal, actually. It, it is kind of related to some spiritual warfare themes of sin, of, of uh, again, betrayal. It's pretty significant. Micah 7, verses 5, actually 6 to 7, we're going to expand it out to 5. Do not trust in a neighbor. Do not have confidence in a friend. From her who lies in your bosom, guard your lips. For son treats father contemptuously. Daughter rises up against her mother. Daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the members of his own household. But as for me, I will watch effectively for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Uh, and start with uh, verse 5. Do not trust in a neighbor. Do not have confidence in a friend. Uh, from one who lies in your bosom, guard your lips. 
this is verse 5, and it, it plays right into the verses I want to focus on. What is this concept about not trusting in a neighbor? Well, I have a couple of scripture references. One of them here is Job um, let's see, 6, 14, and 15. For the despairing man, there should be kindness from his friends so that he does not forsake the fear of the Almighty. You know, your friends serve a purpose. Your friends help you uh, keep you in line. They should be uh, cut of the same cloth as you. But uh, this is concept here in this verse 5 of Malachi. kind of goes counterproductive to that. Uh, Job continues to say that my brothers continue to act deceitfully like the wadi, like the ways that vanish. I kind of paraphrase that a little bit. And in case you don't know, because I, I always have to keep reminding myself, a wadi is a dry creek bed or a dry river bed, and it, it, there's never any water in it in, until it's rainy season. And then they not only can be uh, channeling water, they can be full of water, they can be overflowing their banks with uh, but that water doesn't stay. So what Job was trying to say is he's friends, but they acted like as deceitful as this dry riverbed. You never can tell when it's going to be dry or have something in it. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, and, and Jeremiah 9.4, uh, let everyone be on guard against his neighbor. Do not trust any brother. Because every brother deals craftily, and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. So, you know, again, the ideal is you trust your friends. Your friends are like you. Your friends are people you can talk to. They're confidants. But sometimes they're not. Sometimes people are looking out for their own best interest. And when all of these earthly uh, supports fail... What do you do? Um, well, in Psalms 118, 8 and 9, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in any man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Whenever things are looking dark, I mean, as I'm recording this, I'm sure it'll still be going on. There's a lot of turmoil there in the Middle East. Uh, you know, who do you turn to, uh, you know, brother against brother over there? It's sort of, you can say that the uh, folks there in Gaza are uh, related uh, distantly with the Israelis and that they claim that uh, Abram is their father. Although I think uh, more accurately, the Arab Palestinians there uh, can more directly tie themselves to uh, the Philistines, and the Philistines related not to Abraham, but they were related to Canaan, uh, which was one of Noah's, I think, grandsons, Ham, Shem, Japheth, a son of Ham. Uh, so they're, they they might claim that, but there's some distance in the relationship there. But even if they were to say, yeah, we're related because, you know, Father Abraham had many sons, we are one of them, and so are you. Then, you know, who do you trust? You go over there and you try to uh, set things right, and people are hiding terrorists, and the terrorists are hiding in, among civilians. Trust in God. And I think that would be the answer 
for folks there in the Middle East. Now, of course, them being Israelis and Jews, uh, they would be trusting in this same God here that Malachi is talking about trusting in. Uh, of course, as time has gone by and as Christians, we could point them more accurately towards Jesus. Um, they might have a hard sell on that, but let's uh, let that lay there for now. <laughs> but Matthew ten sixteen. Um, but briefly then, in Matthew, uh, it's just uh, saying, I send you out uh, among sheep, among wolves, be shrewd as serpents and as sinners. So when we're faced with people we can't trust, even those who are close friends, what do we do? We, you know, play our cards close to the vest, as the saying goes. We uh, be careful who we talk to, but we need to be shrewd. But we also need to be innocent. Uh, now, this last phrase, guard your lips, there's a, a big reference here in Judges 16, uh Verses 5 to 20, uh, I, I don't think I'll read all that, but I will tell you it is about Samson and about Deliah, Delilah. And remember that verse that said, not trusting the one who uh, sh you know, shares your bed, basically. And what was Samson doing there with Delilah, who, whether they were married or not, apparently he was sharing her bed. Or, but um, she kept testing him about... Uh, see where his great strength uh, lies and see how the enemy can bind him up. And so she made it her job to uh, beg him to uh, discover his great strength. And time after time, she asked him. He was guarded about it, but he told her uh, something that was the wrong thing. And Three times she asked, three times she had fun kicking butt with the Philistines. <laughs> uh, but finally he caved in, you know, and when it comes to even someone close like that, uh, you just have to be diligent in what you share. For son treats father contemptuously. Daughter rises up against her mother. Daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the members of his own household. And so you can see how those verses play together. And sometimes you don't know who to trust. And sometimes it's a member of your own household that will betray. And there's various instances we can refer to in the Bible. Um, going all the way back to Noah, uh, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, uh, Noah decided himself royally drunk for uh, who knows why? Go back and read it. Uh, but uh, Ham saw his embarrassing moment and decided to make fun of it. His other two sons decided to gracefully uh, do something about it. Uh, it, it. That's just one example you could point to in the Bible where a family member betrays the uh, the uh, embarrassment of another. As embarrassing as it would be to be found, you know, nakedly drunk, well, you still deserve, I guess, some dignity by your own family. Um, but uh, there's plenty of other things. I mean, even Ezekiel talks about uh, uh, enemies amongst 
family, um, and even in David's family with Absalom, there was friction in between families. Uh, it, this is nothing new to the time of Micah, uh, but you have to remember the time of Micah was during the time of Hezekiah. If you go back and read, I think, chapter 1, Matthew 10, 21, 35, 36, somewhere in there, uh, Jesus himself uses the same, he points back to the same passage in Micah when he brother will betray brother to death and a father his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. Uh, talking about some pretty harsh times there. There's been harsh times in the history of Israel. There's been harsh times in the time of Micah. There's been harsh times in the time of Jesus. There's harsh times in our times. Uh, but what does Jesus say about this? He said that he came to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter against the law against her mother-in-law, uh, which also quotes from that passage in Isaiah. Uh, but uh, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. Uh, again, words from Jesus, and we can say, "Well, there ought to be peace, peace in the Middle East, peace." Why, why can't we just get go along and get along? Well, if we're following Jesus, there's not going to be going along or getting along. <laughs> it's going to be Jesus' way or a hard way. Um, but when times get hard, expect that you got to be careful who you trust. That, you know, people say we had the right to free speech in this country, at least. People seem erroneously to think it carries to other places around the world. But even in this country, you may have the right to waggle that tongue, but it may not always be prudent or wise uh, to get up on your soapbox and lay your heart on your sleeve. Uh, because this, this is going to be a time where people just won't care what you have to say. They'll care more about their own self-preservation, about money, about whatever other motivations. Okay, but let's look at verse 7 here. But as for me, I will watch effectively for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And this is the answer to who do you trust when there's no one else that you can rely on. You trust in God. Uh, as for me, I will watch expectantly. This word for watch, uh, it's uh, it's uh, describing, it refers to a sentry in a watchtower. You're on guard. You're looking for God. It's your responsibility to announce, watch for him when he comes, when his presence uh is arriving for the people. You're also there to watch for dangers when you're looking into your outposts for God. You're, you'll have a, a reason to be radiant, and you'll have a reason to not be ashamed. Now, when we cry out to the Lord, we call upon Him. He is faithful to come and deliver us. Now, sometimes that may not look like what you think it should. <laughs> uh some time ago, uh, the guy that was uh, somewhat close to me 
was going through a spell with some cancers. And I sat down and we prayed together. And I said, look, the Lord will heal you of this. You will either be healed and you'll be restored to be on your feet again, or he'll permanently heal you and you'll be forever healed in a new body and with him. Hopefully it's the first option because uh, you don't want to see somebody pass away. But sometimes it's best to have and best in God's will to have the second option, even though that may be extremely difficult for uh, me and others who are left behind and have to grieve over that loss. Uh, But always we should call upon God who will save there are times we complain and murmur while we pray, but that's okay. There's times when that's what we need to do. There's nothing wrong with that. Shaking our fist at God and say, "What is going on? We don't. He doesn't expect us to be uh, silky, lily soft all the time. He knows there's times there's things that make us want to yell and complain and murmur, and he wants us to air that. Don't be afraid to do that." Regardless, you should always uh, be patient, wait for the Lord, look, watch, and eagerly anticipate Him. In Luke six eleven, he puts it like this: "But they themselves were filled with rage and discussed together what they might do to Jesus." Uh, verse twelve. It was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray. And he spent the whole night in prayer to God. So even with Jesus, people, his enemies were seeking to do their worst. Even at this time, it doesn't specify in this passage, when his friend, uh, Judas, who followed him, uh, betrayed him. What did he do? He went off and he spent the night in prayer. Now, does that mean that Jesus was... uh, rescued off of the cross? Well, no. <laughs> it, it certainly meant he had to go through that. But it was uh, a lot of personal loss for him for the greater good of, well, everybody. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about this right now. Now, that is that. And you could, as you read through the rest of Micah 7, uh, Micah begins to become a lot more positive as he himself prays and seeks guidance from God. And anyway, that's really why I wanted to bring out there is to let people know that there are sometimes are hard times, times of betrayal, times of who do you trust, what do you do? And the best thing you can do is read a scripture and seek God and call upon him. Uh, even if it's a, a, a grumbling, complaining prayer, because even those will work, because <laughs> he knows our feelings and emotions. I think as parents, we assume that kids are going to just know the right way to do things. You have to train them by teaching them to do it over and over again until they actually get it. This is Yvette Hampton, host of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Join us each week for a new episode as we offer encouragement and resources on biblical discipleship from popular speakers and authors, as well as parents just like you and me. Find out more at schoolhouserocked.com or listen anywhere you find your favorite podcast.
Would you consider donating to Striving for Eternity? This ministry is one that tries to reach out to some of those smaller churches that most people, most speakers, want to avoid. But by our monthly donors, it allows us to get into smaller churches and provide for them the seminars and conferences that usually only larger churches can do. We can do that because we have monthly supporters who on a regular basis support us so we could support others. Would you consider being one of our monthly supporters today? You can go to strivingforeternity.org slash donate and set up for a monthly donation today. Your donation helps us to be able to spread the gospel around the world, to be able to disciple others, and to provide resources for churches and people who are struggling to grow deeper in God's Word. Consider donating today at strivingforeternity.org slash donate. And we thank you very much for your consideration. Okay, dokie. And there we go. Uh, just uh, a quick uh, word there on the, the issue of betrayal and being trustworthy. Who can you trust? What you do when even the ones closest to you uh, are not following God? Because that's where it starts. You may have issues with a family member, a brother, someone who is close to you. But if we're all following God, you know, Paul says, you know, you have, Paul says that not all are an eye, not all are an ear. You know, we all have certain different parts in the body of Christ. And we can all be different, and we can still all be on the same page when we unite under the banner of Christ. Uh, under the banner of uh, God in His glory. Well, there we go. I hope it hasn't been too long, but that's all I got for now. So, this is your host, Keith, signing off, saying thanks for listening. Hope we tell a friend about us. That really is how we grow our listenership the most. And uh, to do that, here comes our voice of the podcast, Anthony Russo, to tell you all about doing that. So take it away, Anthony. Once again, this is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening, signing off. See you next week. Visit life-truth.com, where you can find all our shows. Leave a message or call our voicemail number at 401-753-4844. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash life truth page. Follow us on Twitter at HPNCast, capital H, capital P, capital N, capital C, A-S-T. Everything Nathan Caldwell does can be found at facebook.com forward slash protectors of the book. Music in the show is used by permission of Kevin Zervi at zerbinator.wordpress.com. May God richly bless you. May you find everything you need. And if you don't know Jesus, your greatest need is a Savior. Thanks for listening.